6.30 Chad Afternoons with Jalen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 6.30 Chad. Well, a new university study says uh, hugging a dog and can put uh, more than just a smile on your face. It can increase your entire well-being. Those of you who have dogs probably know this already. The research was led by UBCO Associate Professor Dr. John Tyler Binfett. Dr. Binfett joins us now. Welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. All right. So as I kind of joked there, I said, okay, well, those of us who have dogs probably already know this. So I'm curious to know, why did you want to do this study? Well, you know, study after study, Jalen, showed that spending time with therapy dogs was beneficial. It reduced our stress, connected us to others. But we really didn't know why, what was really happening within these sessions. So this study at UBC Okanagan set out to find out, well, to tease apart what was actually happening in the interactions between students students who are stressed out and therapy dogs and lo and behold we found that touch petting stroking the dog was key to 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 well-being benefits all right so let's before we get into that part of it how did you measure the well-being so with the students that were involved how you know the before and after how were you able to gauge the the, the benefits yeah so we do a pre-test post-test design and we yeah. look at positive dimensions we look at happiness flourishing social connectedness to others and then we look at negative dimensions of well-being such as loneliness homesickness <laughs> uh, negative affect uh, uh, stress so that's how we do that okay so that's how you did it and then you said you finally you realized why I to me in my head it was okay it was just endorphins something makes me feel good when I pet my dog and cuddle my dog so what did you find out yeah, so we, we did uh, randomly assigned almost 300 participants to three different conditions. We had uh, participants who were hands-on contact with the therapy dogs for 20 minutes, uh, participants who were with the therapy dog but could not touch the oh. dog, and no touch condition. I know that was painful for them. And then uh, just a, a human condition with no dog. And lo and behold, oh, lo and behold, we found that the, the participants who were, had the hands-on contact had the most significant well-being boost or benefit. So there's something about the touch that is critical to uh, eliciting uh, benefits. Isn't that interesting? So can you find out more about that touch? If, if it's a hormonal thing, if it's a you know dopamine drop? <laughs> yeah, we, we don't do biomarker research okay. in my lab, but I know there are people uh, uh, that, that do that, but that's not uh, one dimension. But we really just wanted to figure out like, what was happening so that we could advise students who are um, have uh, canine therapy programs on their campus and I know University of Alberta, where you are, they have a, a program there. And so we wanted to just to have some practical takeaways. So uh, students should be taking advantage of these programs on campus. Uh, they should be supported and funded by the folks at the university. And then when students go to these sessions, they have to have hands-on contact mm -hmm. to really elicit, to reduce their stress and, and boost their happiness and connections to others. So that was really the practical takeaway. But, you know, at your opening, you, Jalen, you really stated it, it's kind of obvious isn't yeah. it but we didn't know scientifically <laughs> and so that's our job is as scientists is to sort of prove what uh, we we maybe intuitively think well i tell you as a scientist and if you got to uh, you hang out with a bunch of therapy dogs that's a pretty good gig for a little while oh. let me tell you <laughs> oh i've got the best job i tell you i i'm typically covered in dog hair and i work with 60 dogs so it's a good gig oh so you're constantly happy is what you're telling me yeah it's a, it's i look forward to going to work i definitely <laughs> do yeah it's 
a it's a good good situation. So, Dr. Benford, I think it's really interesting. You talk about you know the the therapy the therapy dog programs, whether it's you know maybe at, at universities, and you know you, you mentioned the University of Alberta here, and 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 I and I think you know for for students maybe a little nervous about going back to to school in a, in a gosh next week. This is something to keep in mind. But you know even at the Edmonton International Airport, they have they have the therapy dogs there now to help people who might be nervous about about flying and I think some people will shy away from um, going up and maybe spending some time with a dog and, and petting that dog and, and again it has to be a certain kind of dog other therapy dogs you you ask first right you have to know which yeah, dog yeah. it is right but it, well, it's those, it's something that yeah, we the, need we really need to be keeping in mind well, I, I think you've touched on a few things. The service dogs are yes. the ones that are working to support somebody with a disability or to provide access. Yeah. So we don't mess with those no. dogs at all. But the therapy dogs should have some sort of symbol yep. that says ask to pet me. So yeah. at the airport or on campus. And so there really are uh, to be welcomed these interactions. And you always go through the handler. And we certainly teach children that. But the students, you know, on campuses know kind of the routine around that. But uh, really, I would say there's a lot of trepidation going back for the kids who have been on campus previously in our returning or the brand new freshman students yeah. who have yet to be on campus. So we really at UBC take care of their uh, full well-being. We, we look at the stress reduction as a way of creating optimal learning conditions. And, but it's up to the kids. It's up to the students. They've got to, you know, proactively reduce their stress and take advantage of these programs. So um, I encourage them, you know, the BARC program at, at UBC is well known, but there are other programs across Canada and students really have to, you know, hunt them down and, and find out when they're being scheduled and all that kind of stuff with COVID. COVID uh, in Kelowna, we're um, on hold for a little yeah. bit yet, but we're hoping hoping to open up soon. Do you have a dog at home? <laughs> I've got a house full of rescue mutts. I, I rescue three-legged dogs. So I rescue dogs that have had trauma. And uh, so I've got a bunch of uh, hopalongs here at the house, and they work on campus with me quite a bit. So um, oh, people can see them on the website. I will check it out. Uh, Dr. Benford, thanks for joining me this afternoon. I've got this massive smile on my face just talking about it. So I really appreciate you taking the time. Wonderful. Have a good afternoon. Yeah, you betcha. That's uh, Dr. John Tyler Benfit. Uh, he is an associate professor and the director of the Center for Mindful Engagement at the University of uh, British Columbia, Okanagan. And get this, the director of the BARC program, Building Academic Retention Through Canines, the BARC program. If you want to find out more, you can just Google it.